Oh, yes, all aboard. It's the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. This is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, where we bring you everything from high school sports, NCAA, NFL, NBA, HBCU. It's the train that is building up ahead of steam. So grab your tickets, get on board, enjoy the ride. Let this train take you on a sports journey. It's the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Let's get this train on the track. A-Train Sports Talk Podcast High School Football Report. This portion of the show is sponsored by The Health Connection with three locations to serve you. Two in Wichita at 1701 West Douglas and 3101 North Rock Road, Suite 170 and a third location in Rose Hill, Kansas at 1001 North Rose Hill Road. Stop by The Health Connection and talk to Natalie Greenlee and tell her the A-Train sent you. This is Tracy, host of the Moonstar Podcast, and you are listening to A-Train. Buckle up, baby, and enjoy the ride. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, the high school football report. Yeah, this show is sponsored by the Health Connection, three locations to serve you. Stop by and tell Natalie that the A-Train sent you. Yes, the weather even feels like fall football. And the teams are gearing up and making a run towards that state title. In essence, this is the time of year when everything starts zero and zero. You either win and advance or you lose and your season's over. So we're going to see how teams fared. And we're going to even look at the state 
bracket. All right here on the A-Train Sports Talk podcast, and we're going to be looking at all classifications. So let's just get this train on the track and get you the information you want regarding high school football in the state of Kansas. And we're going to do like we always do, like we've done during the regular season. We're going to start with 6A. That's right. So, how did teams look? Well, Olathe South beat Blue Valley North. Final score, 17-13. You could tell that was a closely contested game. Also, Olathe Northwest gets past Shawnee Mission East, 42-28. Shawnee Mission Northwest had an easy day at the ballpark as they both raced Kansas City Wyandotte, 62-7. Blue Valley Northwest blanked Kansas City Harmon, 62-0. Olathe North cruised past Olathe East by the final score, 42-14. Also in cruise control, Blue Valley knocks off Shawnee Mission South, 31-13. Blue Valley West has no problem with Shawnee Mission West, beating them 38-18. And Olathe West cruises past Shawnee Mission North, 38-6. Derby boat race Wichita Southeast. And I remember once upon a time, Derby Southeast was a highly contested and highly anticipated game. Not so much this year. Derby was in cruise control, 63-9. Wichita East. It's pulled off two shockers in a row. Last week, Bishop Carroll. Now this week, Garden City beating them 24-7. So they're getting their mojo on at the right time when it counts the most. Congratulations, that Wichita East team. Washburn Rural cruises past Wichita West 52-7. Free State has no problem with Wichita South beating them. 49 and 22. Manhattan boat races Wichita North. Nuts. Hopefully, one of these days we can say Wichita North in a better light. Remember, that's the school that Barry Sanders went to. Anyway, Manhattan, no problem. 64 to 6. Another team that appears to be getting their mojo on at the right time. Gardner Edgerton beats Dodge City. 41 to 20. So it looked like they have turned things around at the right time. Moving right along. Junction City cruises past campus, 35 to 7. And Lawrence cruises past Topeka, 37 to 7. Now we move to 5A. And Hayes gets the victory over Goddard Eisenhower. 19 to 13. Mill Valley cruises past Highland Park 38 to 0. Shiny Heights blinks Kansas City Sumner 34 to 0. Topeka Seaman Steamrolls Emporia 57 to 6. Spring Hill does the same thing to Kansas City Schlegel 
beating them 64 to 6. Blue Valley Southwest cruises past Leavenworth 37 to 7. Aquinas, no problem with Kansas City, Washington 48 to 17. Pittsburgh blanks Turner, Kansas City Turner, that is 63 to 0. DeSoto gets past Topeka West 50 to 26. Capen cruises past Goddard 35 to 3. And if I'm correct, Goddard ends the season winless. They'll be back, though. May South has no problem with Heights, beating them 48 to 21. Northwest Blinks Valley Center, a game they had a running clock. I'm pretty sure quite a few other games also had running clock. They blink Valley Center 63 to 0. Andover. Beat Salina South by 30, 51 to 21. Salina Central cruises past Liberal, 42 to 10. Mays cruises past Newton, 39 to 9. And in a thriller of a game, Bishop Carroll gets past Hutch in overtime, 31 to 28. Now we move to 4A. Baser Linwood cruises past LeBay County, 53-8. St. James has no problem with Lewisburg, beating them 56-22. Kansas City Piper cruises past Coffeyville, 46-6. Payola, same, same, same way as they get past Lansing, 46-14. Chanute cruises past Bonner Springs, 57-14. Bishop Meage hands Tonganoxie a loss, beating them 34-20. Eudora cruises past Ottawa, 48-12. Atchison, in a more closely contested game, knocks out Fort Scott, 14-6. Bueller has no problem with Abilene, beating them 52-12. Winfield beats Independence by two touchdowns. 21-7. Mulvane cruises past Ulysses, 46-16. And in the game, there was a forfeiture due to a tragedy that struck a program. McPherson gets the 1-0 victory over Arc City in a forfeiture faction. In a forfeiture fashion, because Arc City forfeited the game due to tragedy that struck their football program which just goes to show that some things are bigger than a game of football. And prayers and condolences goes out to the Arc City community. Moving right along with our scoreboard show, Wamego has no problem with great men beating them, 42-21. Augusta gets past El Dorado, 33-25. Rose Hill, Falls to circle by two touchdowns, 28 to 14. Andover Central pitches the shutout over Wellington, 48 to 0. What I'm going to do before I go into my 3A, like I normally do, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. And when I come back, I will give you scores 3A on. So, 
Stay tuned to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. It's your host and conductor of the train, Anthony Smith. I'll be right back. Anthony Smith here with A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, your conductor. Just want to let you know that this podcast is listener supported. That's right, driven by you, the listener, who wants to support. So click on that support button down there. You have three options, 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. We'll get your ad rent on this podcast. So click the support button. Your support will be greatly appreciated. Once again, Anthony Smith with the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Adam. And we're cheering from the cheap seats, and you're listening to the A-Train Sports Podcast. Whoop, whoop! Welcome back to the next segment of the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, the high school football report. What a year it has been. Can you believe the regular season is over and we're talking playoffs? 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 Let me leave Herm Edwards alone. Yeah, but it's the high school football report. And we're giving you the scores because we're gearing up for the playoffs. In essence, the playoffs has actually begun. So we're getting you these scores. And it's been a blast doing this. I enjoy doing this. I try to dedicate this part of the season or this part of the time to the high schools in the state of Kansas. I've been very fortunate and blessed to have a couple of coaches on for my segment called The Coach's Corner. Uh, Weston Sharp, Steve Martin, and went way out to Oswego, Kansas, and made a new friend who came along for the ride by the name of Matt Fowler. So I've been blessed to be able to talk to some key people, and I'm looking for some more. Now, let me just go ahead and say, this week, there is no Coach's Corner. And that show also, that portion of the show is also sponsored by The Health Connection. And I have to give The Health Connection some love because they treat me right when I go in. So I want you to go by there. All your holistic needs, uh, natural healings, CBD products, whatever you need, they have it there. And they will educate you on what, you know, based on whatever you say your need is, they have an answer. So I will say stop by the Health Connection. Or you can also check them out online at thehealthconnection.online. Anyway, 
let's just go ahead and get back into these scores before I ramble and run my mouth. So we're looking at 3A now. And in 3A, the scores are as follows. And I just lost my fees. So let me pull that back up. So just bear with me. My scores went blank. Okay, we're about to get there. Two A, and here we are. We're coming back up to three A. All right. So in three A, and let me make sure. Let me see, Rose. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I believe that's right. Let me make sure I'm going to have to scroll all the way back up. Make sure I'm still on. Yes, we're still there. So now we're going to scroll back down. These things do happen. I've even heard radio shows that have been worse. So we're human. We're subject to error. So now we look at 3A. And Houghton. Boat races, Santa Fe Trail, 58-18. Galena, Steamrolls past Burlington, 50-6. Topeka Hayden blinks Hiawatha, 49-0. Frontenac cruises past Columbus, 26-6. Rock Creek beats Bishop Ward, 34-17. Gerard has no problem with Caney Valley, 35-8. Perry LeCompton, in a more closely contested game, wins their contest 28-21. to 21, And I have to pull it back up again. Keep losing my scoreboard. Then jump way down to 8-man. So let me come back up to 3A. And there we are. Don't push that button again. Anyway, Gerard gets past Caney. We already give you the Perry LeCompton and Sabatha. 28 to 1 was the final score in that game. And Parsons squeaks past Prairie View by the score of 28 to 26. Also, in another closely contested game. Raleigh County squeaks past Russell, 18-15. Concordia, no problem with Colby, 52-20. Holcomb races past Heston, 63-24. Andale steamrolls Hugleton, 53-2. Chapman beats Smoky Valley by 30, 50-20. Southeast of Saline has no problem with Marysville, beating them 60-7. Cheney knocks off Clearwater, 48-14. Collegiate has no problem with Pratt, 
23-8. Now we move to 2A. Brewerton in the closely contested game gets past Eureka, 14-6. O'Shea City gets past Cherokee Southeast, 47-2. Chaparral gets past Marion, 34-14. Humboldt beats Pitt. Pittsburgh Colgan, 48-36. Rossville blanks Republic County, 56-0. Nemaha Central races past Pleasant Ridge, 48-14. St. Mary's blanks Mission Valley, 52-0. Wellsville allows Erie to score six points. They scored 48 in the 48-6 victory. Atchison County, Effingham. Get steamrolled by Silver Lake, 62-20. Hillsboro crushes Douglas, 62-7. Beloit has no problem disposing of Lakin, 53-6. Cimarron beats Norton Community, 51-27. Kingman steamrolls Hutch Trinity, 52-13. Garden Plain races past Haven, 42-6. Hoisington cruises past Ellis, 35-14, and Thomas Moore Prep has no problem with Minneapolis, beating them 42-18. That concludes 2A. Now we go to 1A. Wabonsi blanks Northern Heights, 68-0. Remington cruises past Ellenwood, 40-13. Troy beats Uniontown. 22 to 14. Jackson Heights cruises past Central Heights, 62 to 10. Valley Heights knocks off Pleasanton, 29 to 14. Linden beats Horton, 59 to 13. Conway Springs shuts out Sacred Heart, 68 to 0. Oakley has no problem disposing of Elkhart, 48 to 6. In another game that was forfeit. Plainville, 1, Sublette, 0. El Saline cruises past Stanton County, 48-0. And we have another forfeiture, Smith Center, 1, Independent, 0. Now we move to 8-man Division 1. Sedan beats Flint Hills, 74-24. Chase County gets humbled by Chase by Yates. Let me restart that over. Chase County pitches the shutout against Yates Center, 54-0. Kenton Galva steamrolls Donovan West, 60-14. Clifton Clyde rolls past Solomon, 66-20. Madison blinks Marmotton Valley. 62-0. West Elk has no problem with Burden Central, beating them 46-24. Burning Game pitches a shutout against Bennington, 46-0. Little River blinks Valley Falls, 60-0. Maxville cruises past Medicine Lodge, 64-30. Gossel beats Pratt Skyline, 44-36. Meade has no problem against Atwood, Rollins County, beating them 54-6. to 
Prego community has no problem with Spearville beating them 52 16. Attica Argonia blinks Kinsley 46 0. Lacrosse Steamrose Mountain Ridge 61 6. Hill City beat South Grace 66 20. Re- correction. Hill City 60, South Grade 22. And in a more closely contested and high scoring affair, Hoaxie gets past Wichita County 66 58. Now we move to eight man Division II. Waverly Blinks Wakefield 38 0. Brace Desingas Valley gets past Colony Crest 52 40. Hope I pronounced that right. Hanover gets past Osborne 24 to 6. Axtell pitches a shutout against St. John's Tipton 48 to 0. Likewise with LeBeau, as they pitch a shutout against South Coffee County 50 to 0. In another closely contested game, St. Paul gets away with a 40 to 34 victory over Hartford. Frankfurt Cruises past Lakeside, 60-40. Thunder Ridge has no problem disposing of Onaga, 62-16. Victoria cruises past Peabody Burns, 53-6. Caldwell, likewise, cruises past Central Plains, 57-6. In what would be considered a more closely contested game and maybe low scoring, whatever you want to call it, Quintner gets past Mineola, 36-28. Dighton has no problem disposing of Triplanes Brewster, beating them 58-12. South Barber manhandles Otis Bison, 52-6. Wheatland Grinnell shuts out South Central, 50-0. Norwich gets past Sylvan Lucas, 38-12. Buckland has no problem with Wallace County beating them 38-14. And that's all we have in the line of the scores from 3A all the way down to 8-man for there are no 6-man scores to give you. So, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to take another break right here. And when I come back, I'll have some more news pertaining to high school football. So stay locked in your seats. The train is still building up steam. It's the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. This is Tracy, host of the Moonstar Podcast, and you are listening to A Train. Buckle up, baby, and enjoy the ride. Woo! (laughs) 
welcome back to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Told you I have some more news for you. And unfortunately, I'm coming back in with some tragic news. As you heard during my scoreboard part of the show, that tragedy struck a community, Arc City, as they mourn the loss of one of their players. It was the Arc City football team. And we are going to go ahead and give you that story here on this podcast. And once again, prayers out to the family. The town of Arc City, of the town of Arc Kansas City, Arc City as we normally call it, came together Friday night to remember Rhett Lathers. The 17-year-old student athlete was a senior at Arc City High School. He died from his injuries in a Tuesday night crash in Kay County, Oklahoma. Two other passengers were injured in the crash in which the Oklahoma Highway Patrol reported the 18-year-old driver was under the influence. The driver was not seriously injured. Lathers was a starter for Arc City High School's football team, which had been scheduled to play at McPherson Friday night in the opening round of the Class 4A playoffs. Last season, Lazarus was a key member of the Bulldog team that turned heads with a run to the state title game, a run that included an upset of McPherson in the state semifinals. Arc City chose to forfeit Friday night's game ending its season. It was a move both teams scheduled for the anticipated rematch felt was appropriate with Arc City facing circumstances much bigger than the game of football. At Arc City High School Friday night, there was still a game-like atmosphere with the marching band playing the alma mater and fans cheering on the football team as players stormed out of the locker room onto the field. The players suited up to honor their fallen teammate. Lathers number 42 lined the field and scoreboard. I love what I do and love coaching young men and love this sport. And Lathers is the type of kid that matched that passion, which you don't usually see in a 15 to 18 year old kid. Arc City High School head coach John Weimer said. That's just part of that. There's more to that. As I slowly but surely scroll to get through that. I think I'm, well, maybe I need to go back the other way. But, you know, while I'm trying to get the rest of this, you know, just remember to send prayers out for the Lathers family. Their family this time. We never know who's going to be the next time. Not to try to get on a sermon soapbox, but that's an appointment that we all have to make at one point or the other. We don't know how. We don't know when. So keep the Lathers family and the Arc City community family in prayer as they deal with this tragic loss. Well, looks like I'm not able to pull that up. But the one thing I do want to do is go ahead and pull up 
the 2021 state football brackets. So we're going to get through this, hopefully in a timely fashion. May have to take a couple of breaks. But we gave you the scores. And now here's how the next round of games are looking. As we look at Class 6A in the East. Number one, Blue Valley took on number 16, Kansas City Harmer. Well, Blue Valley Northwest, let me get that right. Advanced. They will be taking on the eighth seed, which is Olathe South, which knocked off the ninth seed, Blue Valley North. Then, number four, Olathe North, who took on number 13 seed, Olathe East, they advanced, and they will be playing the 5C, which is Olathe Northwest, which knocked off the 12C, Shawnee Mission East. Number 2C, Blue Valley, knocked off the 15C, Shawnee Mission South. So they have advanced, and they will take on, get this, are you ready? Number 10C, I take that back. Number seven seed, Blue Valley West, as Blue Valley West knocked off the 10 seed, Shiny Mission West. The number three seed, Olathe West, knocked off the 14 seed, Shiny Mission North. And they will go on to play the number six seed, Shiny Mission Northwest, which knocked off the 11 seed, Kansas City Wyandotte. So that's 6A East. Now we go to 6A West. Number one seed Derby, no problem. As they knocked off the 16th seed Southeast. They will go on to play number eight seed Wichita East, who knocked off the number nine seed Garden City. Number four seed Washburn Rural, who boat raced number 13 seed Wichita West. We're going to play number five seed, Free State, which knocked off 12 seed, Wichita South. Number two, Manhattan, who had no problem with number 15 seed, Wichita North, will go on to play the 10 seed, Gardner Edgerton, which knocked off the seven seed, Dodge seed. So there is one of your upsets right there, based on seedings. Then you have three seed Junction City, who knocked off number 14 seed Campus, and they will go on to play number six seed Lawrence, who knocked off number 11 Topeka. That's 6A West Division. Now we go to class 5A East. And in the East, number one, Mill Valley, a perennial power in the state of Kansas. Knocked off number 16 seed, Highland Park. So they will go on to play number 8 seed, Shiny Heights, who knocked off number 9 seed, Kansas City Sumner. Thank you. Excuse me. I'm having a hard time talking tonight. You NBA folks, that's called my Kendrick Perkins moment. Number 4 seed, Topeka Seaman, gets past number 13 seed, Emporia. So they will advance to play. Well, here is that 12-5 upset. 
as number 12 seed Blue Valley Southwest knocked off number 5 seed Leavenworth. So we have Topeka Seaman against Blue Valley Southwest. Number 2 seed Spring Hill beats 15 seed Kansas City Schlegel. So Spring Hill will advance to play 7 seed Aquinas, which knocked off 10 seed Casey Washington. Number 3 seed Pittsburgh, which knocked off number 14 seed Kansas City Turner will advance to play the 6th seed, DeSoto, which knocked off 11th seed, Topeka West. Now, we're going to Class 5A West, which by far has to be the toughest bracket. I mean, these teams are stacked. You got Capon, you got Mays South, you got Northwest, Salina Central, Andover, Hayes, Mays, Bishop Carroll. I basically gave you the teams that won. Let me tell you how they got there, though. Number one seed, Capon, knocked off. And let me just stop right there. In his second season, got them a number one seed, Western Sharks. Number one seed, Capon, knocked off number 16 seed, Garden City, which I believe, not Garden City, they knocked off Goddard, which I believe Goddard limped through the season undefeated, playing with a lot of young players and dealing with injuries. But that team will be back. Number eight seed, May South, gets past ninth seed Heights. So next week, we have Capon versus May South. Number four seed, Northwest, trounced 13 seed Valley Center to advance. And they will be playing the five seed Salina Central, which gets past the 12 seed Liberal. Number two, Andover gets past number 15, Salina South, which sets up a good matchup next week, providing Hayes gets their starting quarterback back next week, who was dealing with hamstring injury this week. And Hayes, the number seven seed, gets past 10 seed Eisenhower. That's Goddard Eisenhower. So that sets up for a good game next week, and over against Hayes. The number three seed, Mays, Gets past number 14 seed Newton. And waiting for them is the number six seed Bishop Carroll, which had a thriller of a game against number 11 seed Hutchinson, which they pulled out in overtime. So that's your Class 5A West. Now we go to Class 4A. And it's shaping up like this. This is Class 4A East Division. Number one, Baser Linwood advances by getting past number 16, Labette County. So they will be taking on the eighth seed, St. James, who got by the ninth seed, Lewisburg. Number four seed, Payola, who had no problem with 13 seed, Lansing, will be playing number five seed, K.C. Piper, which won over 12 seed, Coffeyville. Then there's the number two seed, Chanute, who gets past 15 seed Bonner Springs. And here's another 10-7 upset based on seedings. Number 10 seed, Bishop Miage, advances by beating seven seed Tonganoxie. The three seed, Atchison, advances over 14 seed Fort Scott. And they will be playing the six seed, Eudora, which outlasts 11 seed Ottawa. Now we look at Class 4A West. 
number one seed Bueller advances by getting by winning over 16 seed Abilene. In in a nine eight upset, if that's what you want to call it, Winfield outlasts eight seed Independent. So next week there's Bueller versus Winfield. Number four seed Mulvane advances over thirteen seed Ulysses, and waiting for them will be number five seed McPherson, who got the forfeiture win over the twelve seed Arc City. So next week we have Mulvane and McPherson, and you just kind of wonder what is the mindset and the psyche of McPherson since they were part of the decision that the game should have been forfeited between them and Arc City. So hopefully they can put that behind them and be ready to play next week because Mulvane will bring it. Number two seed, Wamego advances over 15 seed, Great Bend, and waiting for them will be the seven seed, Augusta, which gets past 10 seed, El Dorado. So you have Wamego versus Augusta next week. Number three, Andover Central, and you better make sure you say Andover Central. Advances over 14 seed Wellington, and waiting for them will be six seed Circle, which advances over 11 seed Rose Hill. So now, what I am going to do right here, I'm going to go ahead and take this break. When I come back, I will give you some more. So stay tuned. It's the A Train Sports Talk Podcast. Anthony Smith here with A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, your conductor. Just want to let you know that this podcast is listener supported. That's right, driven by you, the listener, who wants to support. So click on that support button down there. You have three options, 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. We'll get your ad rent on this podcast. So click the support button. Your support will be greatly appreciated. Once again, Anthony Smith with the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Sports Talk Podcast High School Football Report. This portion of the show is sponsored by the Health Connection with three locations to serve you. Two in Wichita at 1701 West Douglas and 3101 North Rock Road, Suite 170 and a third location in Rose Hill, Kansas at 1001 North Rose Hill Road. Stop by the Health Connection and talk to Natalie Greenlee and tell her the A-Train sent you. Hey, what's happening? It's Rick Thomas with Running the Table, and you already know you are on board the A-Train. Hang on for the ride.
Welcome back. That next segment. And we now dive into looking at 3A, the east side of the bracket. That's right. State football time. These teams are trying to punch their ticket for the ultimate prize. To hoist that trophy. The Saturday after Thanksgiving. This is what all that hard work during the offseason starts to pay off. It's been a long grind. It's been a different grind. Because this year, unlike last year, which they played during the COVID season, they got to play with fans in the stands. High school football. Anyway, let's give you the rest of these brackets. 3A East Division. And in 3A, they're doing it a little bit different the way they have it. We have what's called the 1AC Galena advances past 2D, which is Burlington. And then you have 2B Frontenac getting past 1C Columbus. So next week you have Galena versus Frontenac. 3A Topeka Hayden gets past 4D Hiawatha. So they advance and they will be taking on Rock Creek, which was 4B, and they advance past 3C Bishop Ward. So next week you have Topeka Hayden against Rock Creek. Then you have 2A Girard advancing over 1D Caney Valley. And they will advance to take on 1B Parsons, which advanced past 2C Prairie View. So you have Gerard versus Parsons next week. Then you have 4A Holton advancing past 3D Santa Fe Trail. And they will be taking on 3B Perry LeCompton, which advanced past 4C Sabatha. So next week you have Holton versus Perry LeCompton. Now, in the 3A West, 5A Raleigh County advances past 6D Russell, and they will be taking on 6B Colby, which advanced past 5C Concordia. Then Andale, which is 7A, and I believe the A, the B's, the C's, and the D's, it has to be different pods or some type of classification. I will reach out to someone that's in radio that can give me more clarification on it. So in the meantime, just bear with me as I get through these. Okay, so once again, 7A Andale advances past 8D Hugleton, and they will be taking on Holcomb, which is 8B, which advanced over 7C Heston. 6A Southeast of Saline advanced over 5D Marysville, and they will be taken on next week 5B Chapman, which gets past 6C Smoky Valley. 8A Cheney advances over 7D Clearwater, and waiting for them will be 7B Collegiate, with advanced over 8C Pratt. 
So there's your class 3A West division. Now we go to class 2A, and it's more the same structure as 3A. 1A Riverton advances past 2D Eureka, and they will be taking on 2B Osage City, which advanced over 1C Southeast. Then you have 3A Rossville, which advanced over 4D Republic County, and waiting for them will be 4B Nemaha Central, which advanced over 3C Pleasant Ridge. You have 2A Wells V advancing over 1D Erie, and waiting for them will be one will be 2C Humboldt, which advanced over 1B Colgan. 4A St. Mary's advances over 3D Mission Valley, and waiting for them will be 3B Silver Lake, which advanced over 4C Atchison County. Now we go to 2A West. 5A Hillsborough advances over 6D Douglas, and waiting for them would be 6B Chaparral, which advanced over 5C Marion. 7A Cimarron advances over 8D Norton, and they will be facing 8B Beloit, which advanced over 7C Lakin. 6A Kingman advanced over 5D Hutch Trinity, and waiting for them will be 6C Garden Plain which advanced over 5B Haven. 8A Horsington advances over 7D Ellis, and waiting for them would be TMP, which is Thomas More Press, 7B, which advanced over 8C Minneapolis. And now we have 1A. I mean, yeah, class 1A. And, 1A Opie received a buy, so they automatically advanced. They will be taking on 2D Jackson Heights, which advanced over 1E Central Heights. Then you have 2B Jefferson County North, which also drew a buy, so they automatically advanced. And they will be taking on 2F Troy, which advanced over 1C Uniontown. 2A Centralia received a buy, so they advanced, and they will be taking on 2E Valley Heights, which advanced over 1D Pleasanton. You have 1B Linden, which survived over 2G Horton, and it will be taking on 2C Wabansi which advanced over 1F Northern Heights. Now in class 1A West, that was 1A East I gave you. So now we're looking at 1A West. 3A Emmon received a buy, so they advanced by virtue of the buy. And it will be taken on 3E Oakley, which advanced over 4D Elkhart. 4B Conway Springs, Advances over 3G, Sacred Heart. When was the last time you had a phone that was 3G? I just had to get that in there. Anyway, 3C Plainville advances over 4F Sublette. And they will be taking on 4A Cedric with Drew Abai. 3D El Saline 
advances over 4E Stanton County. And they will be taking on 3B Smith Center, which is usually a perennial power in the state of Kansas. And they'll who and 3B Smith Center advanced over 4G Independent. They will be taking on 4C Remington, which advanced over 3F Ellenwood. Now we give you Class Eight Man Division One East. 1A Sedan advances over 2D Flint Hills, and they will be taking on 2B Chase County, who advances over 1C Gate Center. 3A Clifton Clyde advances over 4D Solomon. They will be taking on 4B Canton Galva, which advanced over 3C Donovan West. 2A Madison advances over 1D Marmotton Valley, and they will be taking on 1B West Elk, which survived, which advanced over 2C Burden Central. 4A Little River advances over 3D Valley Falls, and it will be taking on 3B Burlingame, which advanced over 4C Bennington. Now we give you Eight man class eight M dash one West, which is eight man division one, pretty much. Five A Gossel advances over six B Pratt Skyline, and it will be taking on six B Maxville, which advanced over five C Medicine Lodge. Seven A Mead advances over eight D Rollins County, and they will be taking on eight B Trago which advanced over 7C Spearville. 6A Lacrosse advanced over 5D Mound Ridge, and they will be taking on 5B Argonia Attica, which advanced over 6C Kinsley. 8A Hill City advanced over 7D Gray South Gray, and they will be taking on 8C Hoxie, which advanced over 7B Wichita County. Now we go to eight man division two east. And you have one A Waverly advancing over two D Wakefield. And they will be taking on two B MDCV, which advanced over one C Colony Crest. So that sets up the matchup against Waverly next week. You have Axtail 3A advancing over 4D St. John's Tipton. So Axtell will be taking on 3C Hanover, which advanced over 4B Osborne. 2A, 2A Lebo advances over 1D South Coffee County, and they will be taking on 1B St. Paul, which advanced over 2C Hartford. 4A Thunder Ridge advances over 3D Onaga, and they will be taking on 3B Frankfurt, which advances over 4C Lakeside. Then you have 8-man Division II West. 5A Victoria advances over 6D Peabody Burns, and it will be taken on 6B Caldwell, which advanced over 5C Central Plains. 7A Dighton advanced over 
8B Triplanes Brewster, and it will be taking on 8B Quintner, which advanced over 7C Mineola. You have 6A South Barber advancing over 5D Otis Bison, and it will be taking on 6C Norwich, which advanced over 5B Sylvan Lucas. You have 8A Wheatland Grinnell advancing over 7D South Central, and they will be taking on 7B Buckland, which advanced over 8C Wallace County. So there's your bracket breakdown of who's playing who next week en route to that state title. Well, that is going to do it for me. Hope you've enjoyed as much as I have. But it's time to pull this train into the station. It's the A-Train Sports Talk podcast saying, Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Listen to it. Share it. Download it. There won't be a poll question this week. But in the days to come, there will be poll questions. Just want you to know that Anchor is the platform and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. With creation tools to help you make your podcast in one place from your laptop and on your phone. So download the free Anchor app. Anchor will distribute your podcast on such platforms as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. But it's the A-Train pulling this train to the station. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.